Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 on page 459 in place of Benite, together. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 136 is on page 511. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is gracious, and his mercy endureth forever. O give thanks unto the God of all gods, for his mercy endureth forever. O thank the Lord of all lords, for his mercy endureth forever. Who only doeth great wonders, for his mercy endureth forever. Who by his excellent wisdom made the heavens, for his mercy endureth forever. Who laid out the earth above the waters, for his mercy endureth forever. Who hath made great lights, for his mercy endureth forever. The sun to rule the day, for his mercy endureth forever. The moon and the stars to govern the night, for his mercy endureth forever. Who smote Egypt with their firstborn, for his mercy endureth forever and brought out Israel from among them, for his mercy endureth forever. With a mighty hand and stretched out arm, for his mercy endureth forever. Who divided the Red Sea in two parts, for his mercy endureth forever. And made Israel to go through the midst of it, for his mercy endureth forever. But as for Pharaoh and his host, he overthrew them in the Red Sea for his mercy endureth forever. Who led his people through the wilderness, for his mercy endureth forever. Who smote great kings, for his mercy endureth forever. Yea, and slew mighty kings, for his mercy endureth forever. 
Sion, king of the Amorites, for his mercy endureth forever. And Og, the king of Bashan, for his mercy endureth forever. And gave away their land for an heritage, for his mercy endureth forever. Even for an heritage unto Israel his servant, for his mercy endureth forever. Who remembered us when we were in trouble, for his mercy endureth forever. And hath delivered us from our enemies, for his mercy endureth forever. Who giveth food to all flesh, for his mercy endureth forever. O give thanks unto the God of heaven, for his mercy endureth forever. O give thanks unto the Lord of lords, for his mercy endureth forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the third, thirteenth chapter of the book of Judges. Again the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord delivered them into the hand of the Philistines for forty years. Now there was a certain man from Zorah, the family of the Danites, whose name was Manoah, and his wife was barren and had no children. And the angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, Indeed now you are barren and have borne no children, but you shall conceive and bear a son. Now therefore, please be careful not to drink wine or similar drink, and not to eat anything unclean. For behold, you shall conceive and bear a son. And no razor shall come upon his head, for the children shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb, and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. So the woman came and told her husband, saying, A man of God came to me, and his countenance was like the countenance of the angel of God, very awesome. But I did not ask him where he was from, and he did not tell me his name. And he said to me, Behold, you shall conceive and bear a son. Now drink no wine or similar drink, nor eat anything clean, for the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb to the day of his death. Then Manoah prayed to God the Lord and said, O my Lord, please let the man of God whom you sent come to us again and teach us what we shall do for the child who will be born. And God listened to the voice of Manoah, and the angel of God came to the woman again as she was sitting in the field, but Manoah, her husband, was not with her. Then the woman ran in haste and told her husband and said to him, Look, the man who came to me the other day has now, just now appeared to me. So Manoah arose and followed his wife. When he came to the man, he said to him, Are you the man who spoke to this woman? And he said, I am. Now, Manoah said, Now let your words come to pass. What will be the boy's rule of life and his work? So the angel of the Lord said to Manoah, of all that I said to the woman, let her be careful. She may not eat anything that comes from the vine, nor may she drink wine or similar drink, nor eat anything unclean. All that I commanded her, let her observe. Then Manoah said to the angel of the Lord, Please let us detain you, and we will prepare a young goat for you. And the angel of the Lord said to Manoah, Though you detain me, I will not eat your food. But if you offer a burnt offering, you must offer it to the Lord. For Manoah did not know he was the angel of the Lord. Then Manoah said to the angel of the Lord, What is your name, that when your words come to pass we may honor you? And the angel of the Lord said to him, Why do you ask my name, seeing it is wonderful? 
So Manoah took the young goat with the grain offering and offered it upon the rock to the Lord. And he did a wondrous thing while Manoah and his wife looked on. As it happened, as the flame went up toward heaven from the altar, the angel of the Lord ascended in the flame of the altar. When Manoah and his wife saw this, they fell on their faces to the ground. When the angel of the Lord appeared no more to Manoah and his wife, then Manoah knew that he was the angel of the Lord. And Manoah said to his wife, We shall surely die because we have seen God. But his wife said to him, If the Lord had desired to kill us, he would not have accepted a burnt offering and a grain offering from our hands, nor would he have shown us all these things, nor would he have told us such things as these at this time. So the woman bore a son and called his name Samson. And the child grew, and the Lord blessed him. And the Spirit of the Lord began to move upon him at Manadan between Zorah and Eshtol. Here endeth the first lesson. Benedictus says, Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the ninth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. Then he called his twelve disciples together, and gave them power and authority over all demons, and to cure diseases. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God, and to heal the sick. And he said to them, Take nothing for the journey, neither staffs, nor bag, nor bread, nor money, and do not have two tunics apiece. Whatever house you enter, stay there, and from there depart. And whoever will not receive you, when you go out of that city, shake off the very dust from your feet as a testimony against them. So they departed and went through the towns, preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. Now Herod the Tetrarch heard of all that was done by him, and he was perplexed, because it was said by some that John had risen from the dead, and by some that Elijah had appeared, and by others that one of the old prophets had risen again. Herod said, John I have beheaded, but who is this of whom I hear such things? So he sought to see him. And the apostles, when they had returned, told him all that they had done. Then he took them aside and went, went privately to a deserted place belonging to a city called Bethsaida. But when the multitudes knew it, they followed him. And he received them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who had need of healing. When the day became to, began to wear away, the twelve came and said to him, Send the multitude away that they may go into the surrounding towns and country and lodge and get provisions, for we are in a deserted place here. But he said to them, You give them something to eat. And they said, We have no more than five loaves and two fish, unless we go and buy food for all these people. For there were about five thousand men. Then he said to his disciples, Make them sit down in groups of fifty. And they did so, and made them all sit down. 
Then he took the five loaves and two fish, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke them, and gave them to the disciples to set before the multitude. So they all ate and were filled, and twelve baskets of leftover fragments were taken up by them. Here ended the second lesson. Benedictus together. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, the protector of all that trust in thee, without whom nothing is strong, nothing is holy, increase and multiply upon us thy mercy, that thou, being our ruler and guide, we may so pass through things temporal, that we finally lose not the things eternal. Grant this, O Heavenly Father, for the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. 
O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We've um, starting our story of Samson and our working through, we're actually going to have the beginning and the end. So if you want to read the whole Samson story, read chapter uh, 14 and 15 before tomorrow. We'll read chapter 16 and finish up the story. We've done that to make room for a broader reading of Judges. But some interesting themes, one is the, the Annunciation story, uh, where the angel appears to the woman, you know, sort of, you know, a, a foreshadowing of the angel Gabriel appearing to to uh, to Mary. Um, and it's interesting too the the valuing he, he appears directly to to the woman. She's never given a name because the the sort of woman uh, throughout the throughout the story, the woman whom he appears is contrast with other uh, women or in in singular woman that that, that Samson will be drawn to. Um, but he appears directly to her, and Manoah seems to, uh, you know, well, why didn't you come talk to me? And even the angel seems a little annoyed that Noah didn't just take the witness of his of his wife at face value. But it clearly shows that women are fully human beings who, who to whom God appears in the Old Testament and and throughout the Scripture. All of the later ideas that you know women couldn't couldn't be a witness in a court and all that kind of thing were all all things that humans put on the scriptural story it's never present in the scriptural story and we have the story of the so so some of the themes will be drawn out is the faithful uh wife of manoah who hears the word and does what she's told to do and that should be contrasted throughout the samson story with other women uh seductresses unfaithful and it it harkens to Proverbs, where, where where there's the warning against the unfaithful woman. Proverbs ends, of course, with the story of the virtuous woman. Even the New Testament has this juxtaposition of, of, of the faithful woman and the unfaithful woman epitomized in Revelation with the woman clothed with the sun, contrast with the whore of Babylon. So that theme play, plays out in here. And, and the other thing that will play out is Samson's... Um, he will save Israel's weakness. God will use his weakness to put him in a situation in which his strength will be magnified. And it shows how God works things out sometimes, the sovereignty of God working in all things, even through our own weaknesses. And ultimately, the other commonalities of Samson will save uh, Israel from the Philistines by his death. So that's sort of a, a Christ typological story. In the New Testament story where Jesus sends out the 12, uh, to, to do his ministry because he needs more troops to cover all the, to, to preach to all the cities of Israel before he's going to Jerusalem. <clears throat> and they go out and preach. And this ends up as they return with a large following that comes to Jesus. And then they end up in the wilderness where there isn't anything and the feeding miracle there takes place. And this uh, reminds us, you know, it's kind of an analogy of the whole Christian life that the message of Christ goes out, people are drawn to follow, and they follow him. And very strangely, when they follow Jesus, and we follow Jesus, we end up in a wilderness where there is no food. And we, we end up like Israel in the wilderness. What's going on? There's no food. But when we trust, when we stay with him, 
the wilderness and the, the barren place where Jesus is and we follow Jesus becomes a place of revelation where Jesus reveals himself as the one who gives food in the wilderness, who provides for us in our times of needs. And so our lesson there is not to be like Israel and murmuring and complaining, but to faithfully wait upon Christ in our prayer in the wilderness spaces for him to provide the bread uh, that only he can provide. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Continuing with a prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom our prayers are made at this time. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you, Chris and Joel. Thank you, Bishop, for your lesson. Thank you. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Thank you, everyone. Have a great Thursday.